0: Hello and welcome to The Andyplex, the podcast where we talk about films we love with creatives and also hear their journeys and stories. This is episode 36, The Angel of Cinema. Back today to The Andyplex after episode 35, Night of the Living Podcast, is screenwriter and cinephile J. Angel Sierra, whom those that know and love him call Angel. Cinephile hardly even does this man justice, as he can be seen all over L.A. at many screenings. With a Blu-ray collection that goes on for miles, welcome back, Angel.
1: Thanks, man. It's great. I love this podcast, and yeah, you're a great host, and yeah, we have such a blast talking. <sighs> such a fan of you. Thanks, man. Me too, dude. Me too. Me too. It
0: was like, everything I'm at, uh, you and Christoph were at, it was the new Bev or of These 3 or whatever, and I think I finally made it to one where you guys weren't there, and it just didn't feel right. <laughs> um uh you're just anyway i've been to your place you guys are obsessed with the nth degree and uh your blu-ray collection goes on for miles and uh yeah man i just i i just think you're great man
1: thanks man well likewise
0: likewise thank you so much buddy um you're a writer and if we can talk about your exciting project you have going around town right now. Sure, sure. Can you tell us about that? Uh, sure. Borderline Lerona? Uh Border lore. Border lore, so I'm border so sorry. Border lore lorona yeah. I, I, uh, I, terrible.
1: No, no problem, no problem. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, I want to... It keeps winning all these... Festivals, well, man. Yeah, it keeps placing. It hasn't won anything, technically. Placing, yeah. schmacing, it's yeah. in there. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, you know, it seems to be... He's unsettled. a humble one, this guy, <laughs> here. You know, I, it seems that people are interested, which is great, because I'd love to... I think it's a natural, and I'd love to get it out there. Um, so I wanted to... It all started with... Uh, I wanted to write my Jaws. Jaws is my favorite movie.
0: I know you said that we got to yeah. see it together, 16 millimeter, yeah. in your place. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm with glad. With you and Chris, uh, and you guys had a uh, really early run, 16 millimeter.
1: Yeah, print of it. Yeah, no. Yeah, and you're great. like, this is
0: my favorite movie, and I'd be lying if it wasn't in my top yeah. several. It's I mean, great it's a masterpiece.
1: Jaws fanatics can get together you know because some people think a movie gets too much love I don't think it gets enough no yeah, it can never get enough. it can never get enough but the long story short is I wanted to write the Latino Jaws oh, I'm Latino great. you know so I wrote yeah. I wrote us a, 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 what's, what's your background I'm from uh, Texas Mexican American okay you know like my family's from Mexican me Mexican yeah Got it. settled in well not you know I'm I'm second generation yeah uh, yeah yeah so from Texas uh, Tex-Mex, you know. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's a very specific region, actually. Um, yeah. A lot of Latino stories are primarily Florida-based or East oh. LA-based. Really? Um, yeah, especially the ones that get produced. So not enough. I guess since uh, we're in Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. exactly. Not enough border Texas stuff. Hence the okay, title. Border, border lore. lore. Yeah. Originally, yeah. so originally I wrote. Llorona. No, originally I wrote. Uh, there's all these Latin American uh, genre legends, you know. So, and one of the famous ones is Chupacabra. Oh yes, which is a fa- Mexican Bigfoot, I guess you could Mexican call Bigfoot. it. Mexican Bigfoot, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I wrote a Chupacabra movie, and it was really my my attempt at Jaws. You know, cool. but Jaws set in a, a milieu I was familiar with, with characters from my life, and you know, family members and stuff like that. So that was a written as a spec feature but tv was exploding so i figured i had to do something with it in a tv vein so uh, but but like the story of jaws you couldn't expand it to like five seasons of tv you know it would have to have a finite amount of time to tell itself so i thought the only way to do it was like a limited series but people don't often buy limited series from you know just nobody's you know you have to be pretty much like Aaron sorkin or someone to like sell uh, limited series so i thought i had to come up with some kind of series framework to tell these stories so i figured it'll be like the literally the latin american horror story it'll oh, cool. it'll be a series called border lore About uh, where each season, like True Detective style, will be... Anthological. An anthology, you know. So, and that way I can tell these Ah, movie stories in a finite amount of time. Have enough breath for the characters to breathe and stuff like that. And then I won't be so lost in the woods. I won't have to be padding it out to an unrealistic length. You know, I'll be able Ah. to tell tell the story right. So, I wrote a pilot. I wrote a pilot version of that Chupacabra story. And then... Uh, It was getting nibbles here and there, but it wasn't really doing what I wanted. Um, And then I came up with a story for the La Llorona, uh, which I want... That was the conceit of the show, to tackle these various uh, myths. Uh, So cool. And I came up with it, and I wrote a pilot for that, and I... I thought it was really strong. I thought it was my strongest writing so far. So I had a lot of confidence in it, and I've been sending it out. And you it's been get, placing get it out the contests and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. it
0: seems like every couple of days you're mentioning... Th- you know, yeah, no, thanks. So cool, I hope man. I'm not annoying people by it. But, no, 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 not you at all. Gotta, no, like not you not said, you got to you no. toot your own no. horn. you, know? no, you got no to. One right? else is no going one else is going to gonna do it. No, yeah. and honestly, it gives me... And like, we, we talked about this in the last episode, how like, we know so many cool people and peers, and our peers are just... you know this community that we have and we run into each other at at, you know like people are as obsessed as us sure and it's like they're out there and it's just cool to see awesome takes and you know things getting some traction and getting some heat thanks man and it, it puts it. wind in my sails absolutely and that's you know. what we need to do for each other yeah always. yeah you know, I, like i'm all about supporting friends we,
1: yeah yeah we want each other to succeed and exactly we want Root to for see each other. our stuff out there rising man. tide raises absolutely. barges absolutely. mentality absolutely. I'm, I'm always like that you good know? call man good call
0: yeah yeah and uh i'm always touting my friends and i just i'm inspired by my friends so
1: great man same here same here
0: Hell yeah! So it's so cool. So when did you um, when did you start putting pen to paper for this project?
1: For oh for this project, um, this project when did I start? I think I started writing it. This this year, I was pimping it out pretty much all year. Hell yeah. Last year, I was writing it from... It, it, various projects takes me various lengths of time. But I started, I think, right. this one last June and finished it around Thanksgiving. It took a little extra time because it's a political project. I've never written anything political, so I was a bit afraid of it. Okay. It took a lot of research. in. A, it's set in a real world, a very real world um, event, which is the... The imprisonment of migrant children on the border. Wow, yeah, that's um, heavy stuff. Yeah, and so yes, it was very Kansas daunting. Walton no, and then, huh? yeah, it was very the, the genre elements. I have no problem making up. Right, that was easy to make up. Yeah, but what I had to get right to do right was the 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 characterization of one of these camps, um, the the political arena surrounding it. You know, just like the players involved, like literally I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm Michael Mann driven in that way. I got to learn the world. I got to know it backwards and forwards and then I can begin to, then you can really characterize it in fiction, you know, play with it. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: got to do those elements justice. So this one took,
1: this one took a while, but in the end I was very satisfied with it. I'm so proud of it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like, I never thought I would write anything like that. And it's also nice that once you write something like that that you never think you could accomplish, and you show yourself that you accomplished it to however degree no, good it this. is. Yeah. yeah, and then everything yeah. else, writing is never easy, but everything else becomes just a little bit less daunting. you like, no, oh, I tackled something heavy. I can do something else. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to have this mentality
0: yeah. in, like, every day, too, just like – Yeah. You know, cause our, I think our world and our, what we can do is only, you know, the sky's the limit. They say like, and it, it is a, you mentioned confidence, mm-hmm. like I got the confidence to put it out there, yeah. which, you know, maybe we didn't have in the past. I certainly have been more shy in the past, sure but it's like, guys, we're here only for how long and yeah we're, and we've oh, come God, to this yeah. town to, to do this, you know, and
1: no, thank you for saying that because that's another reason where I'm only now getting traction because and it's entirely self uh self inflicted I was being lazy for a good portion of i'm forty one now um i've been I came to this town when I was twenty three to try and become a writer, and I squandered so much time you know and it, it partly it was fear you know fear yeah I was gonna say fear is, a, is but a big one it was also laziness it's all like until I finally realized like y- your time is ticking, you know you better. Yeah You better get out there You're not a young man anymore And you Haven't gotten where you wanted And you can get there If you just Move your ass You gotta put the reps in Yeah Yeah, Exactly No I I battle with this too And you know
0: I think um procrastination has a lot to do with fear mm-hmm. and it's not as simple as that you're lazy because you're not a lazy guy. Uh-huh, well thank you I appreciate you know that. I mean someone can't be lazy and, and be at all the screenings you're going to you know, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah I, that's mean, true. That's I know true. I know how much you love being at home so <laughs> you know you're uh, you're out and about it uh, it's not laziness as much as but I know what you mean and I think I was like oh I don't know what to do so therefore but it's just like a writer writes yeah a filmmaker films uh-huh. uh, an actor acts sure uh, you know a dentist cleans teeth yeah, you, know, exactly. you know what I mean so <laughs> it's like uh do the thing. And a lot of times I, I this is the mantra for myself. Mm-hmm. And doing this show has given me a lot. And I started doing it right before the the pandemic. It was yeah. 2020. Nice. And I was like I'm going to interview people um and just reaching out and talking to other artists has given me so much momentum and Great. and like hearing what what you're doing and reading like I get so I get so jazzed up and I'm like oh Angel's thing is doing this and that. It's like I know that guy. Like hang out with that guy. I talk I go to movies with that guy all the time and You know, and so you said, Romero's a dude. I got to meet him and and talk to Romero and George Romero. And he's just a guy, you know, getting his bananas in the supermarket. He's just... Got to put the reps in. You got to just, yeah. You just do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know? We all face the same thing. And, yeah. And we all get in our own ways. Exactly. That's... And and we're all here to. And it's important to listen to each other too. It's important. Yes. In, in terms of, it's important to get good feedback and get honest feedback. To not yeah. get yourself not sugarcoat it. Yeah. 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 You know that helps you in no way. No, it doesn't help you at you all. You know you you know um yeah yeah. So, I'm, a, I'm a believer in constructive criticism. Exactly. Exactly. But usually,
0: yeah. like, like in the past when I was a fresher artist, I think I was a little more like just, you know, my self-esteem was, was oh, yeah, so you're low. Sensitive, I, I was so course. sensitive. And, yeah. you know, maybe if I got a little bit of feedback, I'm like, it's terrible. It's like, no, no. What they're saying is, it's already it's it's cool, but if you you know maybe X or Y could make it even better. And yeah, how can you make it
1: better? It's That's terrible. All. It's not a constructive criticism. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it sucks. Helpful. You should go home. No, 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 no. You know, what what happens? Don't quit your is day job, kid. Exactly, exactly. Is you find what is good, what is working, yeah, and you find what is not working. It's like John Ford famously was it John Ford? Maybe not. <laughs> Someone favorite. I think it was no. It was a famous screenwriter. I can't picture. Uh, but they were like, they didn't say what is, they didn't approach a fellow screenwriter with a problem saying, what is your art problem? They said, like, what is not working in this script? You know, and there's reasons. And then you attack it as a working, as a malfunctioning, like, gasket like or something. a machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, This is like, a car yeah. that has parts. And, exactly. You know, exactly. your third act needs a little, you know, your, the hubcaps need a little Exactly. Yeah, there, that's or, all it is. Or, it's or, mechanics. Whatever. it's It's yeah. format. It's pacing and stuff like that it's it's easy stuff to wrap your mind around especially if you watch movies you know like you you have the rhythm of movies in you if you're an avid moviegoer who also wants to be like a writer or something you know you can feel the rhythm and you can feel when something is not moving right and you can feel it when you're reading it too it's Mm. like this isn't going fast enough that's the number one thing i've learned is like Mm -hmm. the shit needs to move like it needs to be built of like part partial scenes as much as big two-page scenes Oh, right! you know it needs to be little moving parts that work and it needs to be up with a down exactly with constant sine wave you know yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, like this is awesome no it's 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 cool it's cool when you when you can it's a cool thing to dissect it really is it's a lot of fun it's very interesting
0: that's so i love this yeah yeah um i mean as a writer do you feel that you need so much of an outline first, or it's project dependent? Like you said, this one you had to do a lot more homework on it's the, depend- the it's, actual
1: border stuff. It's dependent on people. Uh, right. So many people I know don't like to pre-plan so many people i admire don't like uh it, it, he's a novelist but stephen king doesn't like to he likes to have a general idea of something and go forward maybe know the characters but just like yeah i was gonna say yeah, yeah i yeah. need an outline i love an outline outline is my favorite kind of part of the writing process it's the easiest part to me nice. like you're hashing out a story you're nailing in the it's famously people hate I'm I'm an outlier. People love that I know You're an outliner, love, outlier. Outlier. Yeah. <laughs> People famously that I talk to love the writing of the script and dread the writing of the outline, I'm the opposite. Huh. I dread the writing of the script. Yeah. Because like, in my mind, the outline is so detailed and dense. Like the movie's in my head. Yeah, like ready. it's all there. And yeah, then you need to like, get to the blank page. And you're to, like, yeah. Shit. But I think because I fear dialogue so much. Because I think uh, if you write crappy dialogue, you look the, like the biggest asshole I know. to people. You know, like maybe not to yourself. Well, I think a lot of
0: the dialogue for me has to be what do they want and the beats. And then that comes from the
1: outline. Yeah. So, it, no, I you're eat. looking at it the right way. Yes. because... Yeah. For me,
0: I can never just jump into dialogue without knowing Yeah, kind of those. I call them the linchpin moments. Absolutely. That's a perfect
1: guidepost for it because you've already written like a little blurb about the scene, right? And what you need to accomplish. So you know where you have those linchpins, you know, like, and you can't, uh, I am not one of these guys who likes to have constant run on dialogue scenes. Yeah. I love things, something like the dialogue in Brokeback Mountain. Which is very sparse, almost short swing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that's an that's the biggest headache is to boil it down right. to get the most important parts. You can't just you, say it all exactly, and you can't just say it either. Ideally, I forget which writer said this to him, being a bad writer, but ideally, you want to write things that like there should be no dialogue. It's working without it, right? And the dialogue you do put in is the bare minimum you need. What to is make it? You could put the movie across. on,
0: yeah. You know, or something. Yeah, you can put the movie on mute and still kind of, like, yeah. more or less... I mean, obviously, you wouldn't know a lot of the details, yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's a drive to it that's not just the talking.
1: Yeah, you save yourself, a, at least for me, who hates dialogue, you save yourself a big headache doing that, because that way... You don't have to write a lot of dialogue, you know? You just make it visual. Visual storytelling. It's all about visual storytelling.
0: That's great, man. Yeah. No, it's cool that you like that process. I like that process, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for me... You just end up rewriting it over and over again if you don't have an outline, and
1: that's and where, just, it, and you know, you know, there's nothing wrong. Also, despite having the outline, you bring up a good point. It's still, it's still going to be rewritten. You're still going to have oh, yeah. to rewrite. Writing is rewriting, and that was the biggest hurdle I got over. Okay. Um, you know like is to and god it can't just be accept this. it can't be said enough to people and I was a little hothead film student who of course didn't want to listen to the you, experts, uh, you yeah. know but it's cannot be stressed enough just if you accept in your own mind that it's not going to be perfect the st- at the first draft, you will ha- save yourself so much anxiety. Oh my God. Just know that it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. You're just going to be rewriting. are going to rewrite it, it anyway, and it's going to yeah. be good later. You yeah. know, like don't stop listening to these people who like really uh, put on a pedestal. These guys who supposedly like just write it perfectly the first time, like Tarantino. And it's like you must be like that. It's like no, don't think that way. You're just gonna. You're not. First of all, there's only one. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you you're your own unique guy. Right. And it's best to just accept that you're not a God, a writing God, probably That's at the huge. beginning. You, That's know? you know, I think <laughs> a lot of,
0: I think for me, I mean, and again, the metaphor can be applied to life in general, like, yeah. you know, relationships, uh, cooking, uh, whatever, yes, know, any, anything yes. that you try to do, if you think you're going to be perfect at it right away in, in my History, it's it's stopped me from doing things. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting better as it now. You know, getting better at just accepting. And I love that because it, it it frees you to just do the work. Exactly,
1: exactly. You know,
0: now and just put in the reps.
1: And I now conversely to that, I don't. I am not a guy who does vomit passes, which is just like right as quick as you can. Oh yeah, 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 and like because Shane Black. Um, he said like, oh yeah, there's, 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 there's never heard it called that. That's great. Yeah. There, there's wisdom. Unless you're running an exorcist movie. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of vomit. <laughs> uh, uh, no, there's uh, but there's wisdom in yes, doing it quickly, getting it done. Right. But as he says, like, oh, sometimes you breeze through it and then you go, oh yeah, I finished. Oh, it's shit. Okay. Well, it's like no, you don't want that. Right. You wanna, you do want to take some time with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. get it done as quickly as you can, but don't be afraid There's to a sit happy with medium. It. Yeah, 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 and consider it. You know, like now
0: for you as a writer um, to get into kind of your process. Sure. I'm always curious. Sure. Do you, you know, is it a certain time of the day? I know Stephen King says he'll wake up and just go. Other sure. people work at night. Sure. Uh, do you find that you you know you have like a certain period of the day where you like to do it, okay. or does it matter? Well, or, as I'm, long as you get it in.
1: Previously to this, when I had jobs and a shout out to all the people toiling at day jobs who try to, f- have right? to fi- eek, eek time out to write it's I know, the it's worst so hard it's the worst you know like i i at when I was doing that, I would do it in the evening, obviously and I would write i was a night all I would write in the evening right into the night you know there's something about the time there's not the world isn't really. You know, in active, yeah. yeah, like right. even outside. You know, it's like it's peaceful. But when I finally, when I got a day job that allowed me time to write in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and I did it consistently enough to where I worked, uh, I, I worked a lot. I wrote basically all my stuff. You know, that mm-hmm. way. Then it 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 beat into me the regimen of writing in the day, and the way it physically worked out was since i had the outline after i had the outline like tremendously detailed basically the movie was all there right uh, what it would do was i would get up and a lot of writers this is works for a lot of writers in the shower either sleeping i learned this from dan o'bannon either tricks yes. to getting ideas are either you're stuck on something you lay down try to fall asleep and then suddenly the ideas start coming because your subconscious is going. Your subconscious is yes. chewing it, chewing the fat. And uh, Dan O'Bannon and also William Stout, the famous illustrator, oh, yeah. they said this, like also showering, and that's where I'm going to. Because it's something about the Get relaxation. A waterproof, waterproof keyboard. Yeah, yeah. It's something about the, the release of ions <laughs> yes. in the shower or something. Like yeah. I it's relaxing. Break the mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I in the day I know that I need to I think about the scene I'm gonna write. And then I start thinking about it while I'm showering, it starts coming like out of nowhere and I basically write the whole the scene in like 30 minute shower. I figure out it I don't I don't I'm not one of these writers who like tells myself I have to write like 10 pages a day. I right. I, I take it easy on myself comparatively and I go like I just have to write a scene, one of a, a scene. Yeah. You know, like that's great. Yeah, so I so I just I focus on that and I go I, fi- I have the scene in the outline in a little blurb, so then I start thinking about it, and it, because it's a scene only, and you're not trying to write a whole shit ton of pages, then I can really play with the scene in my mind. And then I figure it out in the shower, usually the beats, and then... I go to work and I start working, and I well, while I'm keeping the scene active in my mind, refreshing it refreshing it. it, refreshing it, refreshing it, and adding details to it and shit mm. like that. And then when I'm done with my duties, and then I can write. So I write in the afternoon for however long you have to. You shouldn't. I don't think you should overwrite Frank Darabont's a writing machine. And he writes like he writes like 12 hours a day when he's active in it. And this is his process, you know, he just, he can't stop, and he does it, and he wants yeah, to power the through the floodgates it. are open. Yeah, exactly, but I go like, no, I'm going to write two or three, I know it's, by now, I know the scene writing is going to take like two, three hours, maybe. You know, yeah. like I'll, I'll I'll since I have it written, I get 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 it down the first pass right there. I have it there. I can look at it, and then for the next couple of hours, I can I can toil with it and toy with Play it. Play within the sandbox. Yeah, exactly. Until yeah. I'm satisfied with it, and then I'm done. Uh, and then I go like, okay, well I'll repeat the process. I'm either done and I'll repeat the process the next day, or I leave it. And this is a trick I heard that was great too. It's so useful because a lot of times you're stuck you know, on something or, uh, and uh, the way to combat that is to, to stop in the middle or to stop, do not finish the scene to stop for the day kind and leave it stop hanging the scene. A little. Exactly. So it'll be active in your mind and it'll be active the next day. Mm. And then when you get there, you're ready to go because the scene is unfinished and you were already doing it. So then you start and ruminating. Yeah, exactly. And then you go and it's so much easier than facing a blank page and a new portion or a new scene where you have to start from scratch so those are some tricks that i use and that's uh the my process primarily you can either either finish and then repeat this process which works or you can leave it hanging and continue from there
0: oh, and i love this
1: yeah yeah it's this is it awesome works. it works thanks i hope that yeah. I, I, i'm sure you're gonna find a lot of people who do the same thing because yeah. it's uh it's just things that work you know whatever yeah. works for you if right you don't if you hate outlines you know like Go for it, you know, and you come up with good stuff that way. However, the good stuff comes.
0: Yeah, I love that. However, the good stuff comes. Don't fight it when
1: it does. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Yeah. And don't and don't uh, take the time off to do it. Like if you're going to go to a movie or something and then you're suddenly thinking it's suddenly coming to you, you know, like and you have to like cancel the movie and stay home and write it. Fucking do it you know like do it nothing
0: matters right do Do it besides that yeah or you
1: know know, carry something around to write it and i use i have final draft mobile on my iphone and that's ah. and that's wonderful because yeah? I, because it has your script files. Ah. It's the script files you're using at home or wherever. And if I get an idea for a dialogue, I am standing in line at a movie or I'm out. I was just gonna say you're on screening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, or I'm eating or something. I open the file and write the line in there, Boom. and it is in the script now. Oh and then God. I go back to eating my dinner. So really, technology. Has I didn't know worked. there was an, a mobile. Oh yeah, final yeah, draft. Te- yeah. You know, you can you don't need Final Draft even. You know, you can do it on Word. You know, write down whenever something comes to you write it down yeah you know sometimes i've texted myself blocks of dialogue you know and stuff like yeah. that so yeah wherever wherever you get the inspiration comes seize it
0: that's amazing yeah because yeah. i mean yeah we're going about our day and that's when the ideas hit right exactly not always necessarily when you're sitting oh, yeah. by yourself in, when, a, and you're, in a house we're where,
1: avid movie goers all the time right. random movie uh, uh something will be i'm sitting at the beverly watching a movie or something and something will happen in the scene and I'll it make me think of something I'm writing and then I'll start to stop watching the movie a little bit and start going over in my mind on my project. Hey, am I doing this? And should I do this? Should I do that? And stuff like that. So Yeah. yeah it comes even that way. And that's great. Yeah.
0: I know I have memories of being in line at that new Bevan, uh, mutual friend of ours, Mark got leave. Yes. He's got it. I was like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not getting anything done right now. I'm just like in this line for three hours. Cause this is standby line. I you get there in four or five or whatever. Yeah. And the movie's yeah. not until seven something uh and mark's just sitting there and he's yeah. click clack click, click, click. No, and i'm and like he, man this is how you do it yeah you absolutely it he in, inspired
1: you know? me too to do that yeah. and i've done that as well and yeah anywhere you can slice it and then you feel so accomplished too that's like i put the work in yeah you did you it. know it's
0: such a such a good feeling yeah it is because really i you is. know we can get like i said to get back to the being in our own heads and beating ourselves up and yeah that whole spiral can be yeah can be awful
1: absolutely absolutely you and know? that was part of the part of the uh elixir that happened after you um from procrastinating on so long you know like that was part of the driving force too it's like i know i'm procrastinating i know i'm not doing I what i set out to do i didn't move here for hurts. the for the traffic you know <laughs> like i moved here to get into the business and like it's time it's high time i know, know? i know i love that that's it's, yeah. it's so true
0: i know it's easy to put things on the back burner and we can and then yeah and then it hurts. So yeah. no, it's really cool to to talk to other people about their process. Do you have a Do you have like a group that you you guys swap uh, pages with or anything no, or uh, anything like that? Or?
1: Not anymore. I tried that a couple of times, yeah. and and it, it's been and it's been lonely, and it's been um, it's it's been uh, alarming because you are suddenly not having feedback, and you need the feedback. So I just now have a, a set group of friends that are also great writers that we read each other's stuff. It's not a formal writing group, but there are a few people that I know I'm going to send this to, and they're going to give me great feedback. They're going to identify any problems I've done. They're not just going to blow me and say, this is great. <laughs> but, you know, so it's like complete. And I'm honest with them. They're honest that's with awesome. me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. That's And that's what you need. That's what you need. Uh, I've been here and there on this one just to get some more – because I also believe in strangers just – If the a mark of attainment is if a stranger thinks it's good, who has nothing, no involvement with you, yeah, yeah, they don't know me. Yeah, yeah, they also say it's good. So occasionally you might want to do a coverage service. I've done a couple, only a couple. They're really expensive. They're like seventy bucks. How how does that How does that process work? Um, you know, you um, you pay for coverage and Uh um. Send them your script, and they read it, and there's a turnaround, and they give you a couple pages of notes. Or, I see. You know, like a, what they, a consider rating or a pass rating or a recommend rating, something to that effect. And, okay. You know, sometimes it's just affirming. Sometimes they also pick up on things that you don't, you haven't under, looked at, you, you overlooked. and uh, Yeah. You know, just feedback's important. Feedback's important. Try not to pay for it, but uh, yeah. if you have to, sometimes you have to.
0: Yeah, just to keep the ball rolling. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Now, as a horror writer mm-hmm. um, I have read I've read some horror scripts I really would like to read more I'm actually actually actively writing a horror right now nice and as a big horror buff it's exciting I've written horror shorts before but never a feature and I've read scripts that I've seen the movie to like in cities for example mm-hmm. and I'm like this script is scary mm-hmm. but there's so much that you're like okay well this is still a meta version of what it's going to be a, yes. a screenplay is kind of a meta version but it's it's kind of a dichotomy in that it's a finished work uh-huh. as a as a script uh-huh. but it, it's going to be a film mm-hmm. uh, and then you know i tried to read screenplays and yourself included you did the same thing where you're like i love this movie let me read the screenplay and kind of it's fun to see the differences or what kind of change or, yeah but in terms of writing something that's like you said i want to scare people mm-hmm. you're a horror writer you want to scare people i think you said that in the last episode. Um, how do you write horror and how do you know it's going to be scary and how do you create scary atmosphere and mood on paper versus being like oh well i know it's going to be scary because you know it's going to be moody and we're going to have sure. the lighting and they're going to have smoke pouring sure, in or whatever sure, sure. and the cutting obviously the editing is where it yeah. takes shape but
1: well that's how do a you good, approach kind of a like a question. scare factor i haven't i, I and i haven't uh, i haven't articulated this maybe just in my mind but i think it well, first of all, you're trying to write something as sparse as possible. Mm-hmm. So you don't have reams and reams of description, which is typically where you get scariness in something a la Stephen King novel or right. something like yeah. that. But you basically... Hundreds of pages of prose. If you don't, if you don't have a set um, standard for yourself or something, you can look at other people's work and see how they've done it, and it's a big help. A, a person... And to see... Because if it hits you there, and you can... you you can say this is hitting me a certain way, this is scaring me, like you said with the examples you cited, and you just examine why. Why are you scared? If you have the m- mechanic mind of, mechanical mind of a writer to dissect the prose and syntax and everything like that. Yeah, like that. you said, and it's a car. English major. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I found like... A big, I'm a big fan of M. Night Shyamalan's early scripts for. Oh hell uh, yeah! Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and Signs. Amazing. And S- Unbreakable might be the best script I've ever read. In that he would, his scripts oh, wow. are so sparse. I gotta read it. Um, and the uh, literally, he would write descriptions where it was like just one line, and it would be just one sentence, but mm. it was so impactful that one sentence. Right. So you can do that, and you, 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 it it comes to the basic writing tools of the right descriptors and verbs and stuff like that yeah so it's it's as it's like that in any way that's that's the mechanical stuff that's the words on the page that are going to convey the image now it all comes back to the image and situations and stuff that you look to conjure for the reader so whatever you if you start with a basic premise of what hap- has to happen in a scene You just ask yourself, what makes the, what am I scared of? What would I be scared of? Right. With regard to whatever story you're telling, Mm -hmm. what grosses me out? What freaks me out? What makes me paranoid? Uh, And then from there, you decide the basic, the basic, um, the basic thing that needs to happen in the scene. Right. Uh, the mechanism of the, yeah, exactly. the whatever or, it's Exactly. Whatever it's whatever the situation is. Yeah. You know, like, well, you're being stalked by someone. Okay, where is it? And, like, you're, we're already... That's a scary situation already, you know? Like, uh, how do I make it different? What's in the room? What do I use? What... What freaks yeah, yeah. me out? What's you know? a weapon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What would creep me out if I was in an apartment by myself? Yeah. You know, that I haven't seen a bunch of times, you know, like, because th- it's all in us, It's all happens to us every day. Yeah. You know, you just got to be able to be receptive. And catalog those things in your mind and then reach out to use them
0: right. when you run Yeah, like I, when I went to go pick up the pizza Domino's yeah, before he came he, over and I the, this yeah. tractor trailer came out of nowhere and just like blew by me. It was like a Pet cemetery moment or yeah, something. Yeah, and all And the, I was like, in another reality, maybe I opened my door too soon and boom. Exactly, and I'm all the famous horror
1: filmmakers say that like uh, what's scary, the same things scare us all. Right, primal. You know, yeah, exactly. So yeah. all that stuff... If it's freaking you out, it's going to freak someone else out. Yeah. It really is, you know? like, And then so if you're your first audience, you're the first person you have to please. And if you can Mm. be honest about it and read what you've written and go like, yeah, this freaks me out, I I think...
0: It'll freak others out. Yeah,
1: exactly. If you you can
0: put them there.
1: You're the litmus test, the first one. I love that. Yeah, and if it's boring you, well, it's probably going to bore someone else, too. Definitely going to bore somebody else. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's all. You know, it's just, it's like movie watching. They all, all your listeners and readers... Have seen the same movies you have, you know, and they're scared by those things. And you can look to those examples, too, is like, well, it, this scare worked here. So something comparable to it will probably work that I try. Yeah. You know, it's just like we have so much to draw inspiration to draw from. From novels, from movies, from scripts, from video games, from TV shows. We have, at this point in our lives, we're a generation where everything's been done and we have everything to be able, so much research material to look at and study and then process and go like, okay, now what can I do? Given all this, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: how can I add to the commentary exactly? Exactly, what can I bring to the table yeah,
1: here? and be honest too about well, this has been done, I've done yeah, this, yeah. you know. How do I, yeah, Andrew Kevin Walker some... on the seven commentary mm. is so great, he's all like. Yeah, I just rewatched that movie. Yeah, he's like, um, it's amazing. He says like, well, the beaten path is extremely beaten, you know, like it's a it's a matter of he's famous. He says about the about the appearance of John Doe in the movie. He mm-hmm. says like, okay, if audiences are expecting, you know, they're gonna come within inches of catching the bad guy and then he slips from them and stuff like that. Well, you know that. You've told yourself that. You know it. Even if you want to write it, your gut reaction is to write something similar. Well it's just a matter of turning the opposite direction. It's like no, just instead pivot point he's gonna come and to them and give himself up and they don't expect it. That's all it was. Boom. It was just it was just literally flip it on its head. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know, just it's just a one eighty like, on the normal. Yeah, and it's not yeah. it's not that's rocket awesome. science. It's not. You huh. just being honest with yourself, assessing things and trying to do something different. Just trying to do something yeah.
0: different. So yeah. So I think a lot of horror, um, I've heard this said that is staying ahead of the audience. Mm-hmm. Obviously any good story, you know, if the audience anticipates everything then it's boring. Yeah. And that's that's I think when you say it's boring, then yeah. they're like, Oh, that's or it's not giving me an emotional reaction because yeah. I saw it coming or, or whatever and being able to just to pivot and yeah horror i think is in the simple mm-hmm. and i loved how you said about Shyamalan's sparseness with the writing and and yeah like a lot of the a lot of the movies that i consider really terrifying aren't this complicated rocket science thing and mm-hmm. you know, there's this math equation that we could run everything through no i think exactly. it's visceral like like with the birds yes birds birds can attack you mm-hmm. and it's it's freaking scary, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't my 10-year-old self waiting at that bus stop. Yeah. Never, I put real actual like what if all these birds cuz there's yeah. a lot more of them than there are me. Yes, exactly. I'm the only guy I see right now <laughs> out here and there's a lot more birds if these guys all decided to attack me and the movie said what if birds attack you exactly exactly Boom. night of the living dead what if the dead came back yeah exactly it's a simple hook, but it's terrifying
1: exactly yeah and, and when, it's
0: usually a perversion of reality or a... and
1: it's usually as i've heard said it's usually a, a fruitful a fruitful idea that that brings about other fruitful ideas you know like you, in those both premises that you just mentioned you you state those situations and then you extrapolate from that, well, for this to happen, this must happen, and then this must happen, and it would be horrible if this happened in this context and stuff like that. And there, mm. there it is. You're off on a roll. You know, off You're off the races. Your brain is writing. You're like, boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out. It's coming out. fast and furious. Yeah.
0: Well, wow, so what scares? Uh, what scares Angel? What? What? You know, for me, um, clowns, clowns, snakes, snakes, snakes,
1: <laughs> oddly colored snakes, colored like snakes. really multicolored snakes, As you can tell those are poisonous as shit. Huh? And they're freaky looking to yeah, me. Are, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Indiana Jones? Doesn't uh, like snakes. You know, I I tell people I could never have shot that scene. Like, you have been too scared. Yeah, to be. For me, a, it was the bugs. Oh, you really? Than the snakes. Yeah, bugs, sure. Bugs bugs creep me out. Okay, and I like. See, and I like bugs. I think bugs are cool.
0: You're like, a bug guy. When
1: I was a kid, yeah, I liked. You had, I liked, you had a pet bug? Yeah, no, but I liked entomology and. Oh, okay. you know, exploring bugs and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, see, to yeah.
0: me, like the creepy. Yeah, they're creepy. Critters. Oh, I get it. But yeah, I snakes are it. snakes are crazy too. They're they're all mm. muscle.
1: On top of that, it's like Toby Hooper said, you know. Mothra didn't scare me, you know. Godzilla didn't scare me. It's people that I'm afraid of, oh, I love and it's that. literally that's what made him make uh, Chainsaw. Yeah, 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 and it's, it's like, chainsaw. yeah, everyone, everyone out there's a potential freak show and I know. murderer, and does not have your best interest at heart. Yeah, you, know? you said so, that was
0: one of the serious concepts for you still, and I think you're right. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I saw like, it at the Bev with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah we don't that? know Early what
1: we don't know what each other is thinking really we can't know what another person's thinking
0: you don't know yeah don't so know. it's
1: like uh, okay who's, uh, yeah who's the good guy exactly guy. <laughs> exactly no i love
0: that i don't think i've heard that quote you know we talked about night of the living dead and yeah. you know, this is the breakdown of society is really the villain it's not necessarily the zombies you know it's like toby hooper just said and that's a great quote like in the thing the suspicion and the suspense of people turning on each other yeah the breakdown of society is 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 so terrifying uh I was You were there for the Invasion of the Body Snatchers at the oh, new yeah. bed. Man, that blew me away. i One seen of the it scariest movies One ever. One of the scariest movies. And yeah. it scared me as a kid, too. Yeah. And, you know, and I remember even as a kid being like, you know, watching a lot more modern stuff. And then this whole black and white movie that I thought I kind of... Slept on it more or less, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> you uh, shouldn't, You're uh, yeah, a pod yeah, it now. Got, yeah, I'm a pod man, <laughs> yeah, it got me, man. No, and I remember it was it was a rainy Halloween and we couldn't go trick or treating, and I was very sad. My brother and I, we're only two years apart, so did everything together. Gianni, shout out, um, he's been on the show, nice and uh, rainy, rainy th- Halloween, couldn't go trick or treating, and my mom had taped off probably Channel 12. We didn't have a lot of cable back then, but we had a VCR and we taped stuff. And uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers are OG. Yeah, man. man, it's still one of the scariest movies because, yeah, it's like you don't know. Like you said, you don't know who's who, right? And that's the scary part.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's terrifying. It is. That and the thing share that scare factor of, like, it's – that's – speaking uh, on the last episode, I said – why not living dead was i think the scariest premise but next scariest are also invasion and the thing because it's like you're taken over and you're destroyed and you're replaced and you're so it's scary for that reason and then it's scary if you were the person who is not the loss of the of the person you loved in that regard yeah and the transformation of someone to a stranger you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's awful. It's, it's terrifying. The death of your soul in those movies. Mm. You know, like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I remember years later in film school reading about, you know, how there was the McCarthyism era. And obviously yeah. as a nine-year-old or eight-year-old or whatever, I wasn't thinking about that. But, you know, how it was an allegory for all that. And, and yeah, like losing your – and politics, politics can do that. That's so why you should never bring it up at the uh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner, or, uh, because you know, like, what if? What, yeah, what if this person I love is so different, and we have this fundamental difference that we just can't broach. And I'm, I'm actually a fan of dialogue. I think we shouldn't be afraid to talk. Unfortunately, it is so divisive and can be such a line in the sand. But like the idea that you don't really know, or someone that you love, like you said loses their soul or gets co-opted by something or, oh, he's a Trumper now. I can have nothing to do with him. Yeah, that's a modern body snatching. (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: yeah, man. (laughs) Angel.
0: You're the man, dude.
1: Oh, man. So are you, dude. I've talked to, talk to yeah. you about everything.
0: I, I feel like I want to immediately do another podcast with you. Hey, wait, say it this and I'll be This has only made man. me hungry to want to podcast yeah, with you dude. more. Hey,
1: over and over, man. I'm, I'll be back, dude. This has been a blast. Total dude, blast.
0: Dude, it's such a blast, man. Yeah. And it's good to have you here at the Plex.
1: Same here, man. I love it. I, I'm yeah. fortunate enough to be welcomed into it. It's Yeah. Quite yeah a place. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure, man. Yeah,
0: we gotta, we'll have to get you over for a screening. Um, yes, sir. I love yes. coming to you guys, too, man. Yes, uh, sir. We'll uh, have to
1: have you back also.
0: Yeah. The Visto... Uh, Sierra Vistafonic Sierra Theater. Sierra Theater. This is such a, a Amalgam of your last yeah, names. Oh no, I love God. it. I love it. Yeah, I love
1: it. like, it's a it's a personal... It's a private joke among friends. <laughs> a really dumb private joke. So good. Joke. <laughs> no, man, I've,
0: I've seen 16mm films in your place, and your guys' 4K TV is like, oh my God. Nice, is that man. video drum 4K? Yeah, dude. Oh, some crispiness.
1: Yeah, dude, amazing stuff.
0: My eyes are still seared. <laughs> All right, Angel. Well, thanks so much for carving out some time, man. And uh, you're the man. And good luck uh, with everything. Keep it up. Don't stop, man.
1: Thank you so much, sir. You too. You
0: too. Thank you, brother. Yeah. All right. Until next time, sir.
1: All right, man. Signing off. See you later. Signing
0: off. Peace, buddy.